When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just a note at the top. There's discussion of investigations into the disappearances of children near the end of the episode. So, listener discretion is advised. I'm Laura Norton, and this is One Strange Thing, the show where we search the nation's news archives for stories that can't quite be explained. Listen, strangers, we know that we normally start off an episode with a snappy introduction of some kind, something that gets you warmed up, gets those brain cells firing. Maybe it opens whatever third eye specifically is interested in cryptids. All of these responses are to be expected. But we're not going to bother with any of that today, because today's story is about a psychic horse. And if that's not enough to get your attention, well, we don't know what would be. This horse, aptly named Lady Wonder, galloped onto the national news cycle in April of 1930. According to the Universal Press, it was at that time that Lady Wonder had done something extraordinary. As the UP wrote, quote, It should have been obvious years ago, but millions of men have bet themselves into bankruptcy because they didn't think of it. The way to win on horse races, apparently, is to let a horse pick them for you. The UP explained that Lady Wonder, a four-year-old chestnut-colored mare, had made a series of very solid predictions on a series of big horse races. The opening day of the season of the Pimlico Track in Baltimore. Now, we're sure you're wondering, as most people would, how Lady Wonder was able to communicate her feelings on equine athleticism. Well, have we got an answer for you. The UP wrote that Lady Wonder had been taught to use a contraption, a sort of giant typewriter, to spell things out. This had been a project of her owner, Claudia Fonda, since Lady Wonder was a tiny foal. We'll get into how one teaches a horse to type in just a few minutes. But now, at age four, Lady Wonder predicted the Pimlico winners like this. On the day before the races, Claudia went out to her stables in Richmond, Virginia, to read the names of the racehorses out loud to Lady Wonder. She, as in the horse, then independently used the giant typewriter to type out her picks for the first, second, and third places. And of Lady Wonder's predictions for the seven races, two of them ended up coming true, and three others had her predicted winner place second. Not only that, but she only made slight typos in two of the horse's names of the 21 that she would have typed out. The Pittsburgh Press reported that 
had Lady Wonder placed a bet of $6 across the board on those predictions, she would have won a profit of about $152. Riding high, we assume, on her success, Lady Wonder also made predictions for the second day of the races at Pimlico. She had a less successful time there. The Pittsburgh Press wrote that if she'd placed similar $6 bets, she would have seen a loss of $29. Still, a profit of over $100 is nothing to scoff at for a human better, much less for a horse. So, did Lady Wonder's apparent talent launch her into immediate, worldwide-level superstardom? Was she the Taylor Swift of horses? Well, no, Taylor Swift is the Taylor Swift of horses. The writer of this episode is an expert in Taylor Swift, and she will not be elaborating on that judgment. Thank you very much. Anyway, for whatever reason, Lady Wonder seems to have continued living a quiet life for another few years. The next article we found about her is dated about April of 1939. That article from the Richmond Times-Dispatch was a profile of Lady Wonder by a writer named Susan Harvey. Susan had gone to visit Claudia and Lady Wonder in advance of the Kentucky Derby, which was taking place the following month. Susan listed the contestants and asked Lady Wonder who she thought would take home the gold. What happened next is an objectively wonderful situation in our book. Susan wrote, quote, Evidently, her first start in answer to my question about the Derby winner was not to her liking, for after pushing up with her nose the letters T-I-C on the mechanical device, which serves for her a typewriter, she stopped and wrote the word no. And I thought that, of course, the next time she would write the name of the favorite, El Chico, but again she wrote T-I-C and stopped for meditation. I am now convinced that she was holding communion with the late Mr. Noah Webster on the subject of how to spell, for the third time, she wrote, definitely and triumphantly, technician. Strangers. Lady Wonder went on to place El Chico, the favorite, in second place, and a horse called Porter's Might in third. Now, of course, we have the gift of hindsight that Susan did not. When she visited Lady Wonder, the derby wasn't set to take place for another month. But we can tell you that none of those predictions were correct, or even particularly close. Technician took fifth and El Chico took six out of eight horses at that year's derby. Does that mean that we can discount Lady Wonder's apparent psychic abilities? Well, no, because the press did not, and newspapers are kind of our whole shtick. The following year, 1940, brought yet another springtime Kentucky Derby. And once again, the media was ready and willing to broadcast Lady Wonder's thoughts. That year, the Associated Press was there for the predictions, and they presented it as colorfully as the other journalists had in years past. Quote, At Mrs. Fonda's call, Lady ambled into her little shed showroom, cajoled a chocolate drop from her mistress, and came to attention before a letter and number board, on which was banked an offset row of rubber-covered trip levers. Claudia then asked Lady who was going to win the derby, which was going to happen the following day. In response, quote, 
Lady Winnie then snorted in the direction of the candy box, took a chocolate and chewed over the query for a minute or so. As an aside, strangers, we did check, and apparently the consensus is that horses should generally not eat chocolate. But Lady Wonder was a special horse, and more importantly, it was the 1940s, so we're going to have to let this slide. Truly, we're lucky that it wasn't cocaine. In any case, Lady Wonder chewed her forbidden chocolate, and then Lady Wonder typed out the name Bimalik, and then the name Dit for the second place prediction. And then, for good measure, she was asked to predict the weather. And then she decided on F-A-I-R. Fair. Once again, we find ourselves in the strange position of fact-checking a horse 80 years after the fact. For the record, 1940 was a better year for Lady than 1939 had been. Her picks took second and third place respectively, and she was correct about the weather. After the 1940 Derby, our archives once again jump forward in time to August of 1947, when Lady Wonder was 23 years old, an older lady in horse years. And it seems that the sorts of things Lady Wonder was being asked to do had a... taken a turn. The United Press headline, dated August 28, 1947, says it best. Horse says Hitler is alive in Copenhagen. We told you it took a turn. The article doesn't start out being about Hitler, to be fair. It's mostly not even about Hitler at all. And in fact, this was when we finally got some backstory as to how Lady Wonder became the wonder that she was. The UP wrote that Claudia had bred and trained Lady to be a working horse for the family farm, but that, quote, she became stubborn and took to prognosticating instead. As Claudia told the UP, she found Lady playing with a batch of children's wooden blocks when the horse was only four months old. She dug them out of the trash to play with, because, of course she had. From there, Claudia said that she'd started working on using the blocks to teach Lady letters, then words, and it turned out that with words came opinions, about the present, but also about the future. So when the UP came to the farm in 1947 to visit Lady Wonder, it's understandable that the reporter had some questions. Not about the premise of a psychic horse, somehow. No, he was absolutely game for the psychic horse part. And he had some questions about the future. First, he asked, who will win the 1948 presidential election? Per the UP, Quote, twice Lady spelled out D-E-W. She whinnied and finally added the E-Y. So, strangers, that would be Thomas E. Dewey. This was not correct. Harry S. Truman won in 1948, but that detail didn't seem to bother anyone. Next, Lady said that the Cardinals would win the World Series that year, and they did not. 
We have to wonder why people kept asking her questions, considering she was, well, wrong. Perhaps it was simply novel. But things got a little more interesting when the reporter returned to the topic of politics. Lady said that there would be an economic depression in two years, 1949. And there was. Asked if atomic energy would be used for peace or for war, Lady said, B-O-T-H, both. Whether she understood the concept of a Cold War is unclear. And then there's the Hitler thing. Lady was asked if Hitler was still alive, and if so, where he was. She responded, Y-E-S, yes, and then, frankly impressively, spelled out Copenhagen. We're going to go ahead and clarify, just for posterity's sake, that she was not correct about either. And finally, for some reason, this reporter asked Lady if she liked the long skirts that were becoming popular in women's fashion. And Lady replied, heck no. We don't really know why a horse would be so up in arms, legs, hooves, about clothing for human women, but go off, we guess. For better or worse, strangers, it appears that the Hitler headline might have been the linchpin to Lady Wonder's fame. Not because it ended up being true, but some of her predictions had been, and the sight of a typewriting horse was certainly one to see, all on its own. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. By 1952, the Birmingham News wrote that Claudia had opened the farm to visitors and that almost 100,000 people had come to see Lady Wonder in action, and to personally ask her questions. By now, Lady Wonder was 29 years old and described in the news' lead as a, quote, pot-bellied old mare, which feels disrespectful if we're being honest. But don't get us wrong, this reporter was thoroughly invested in the psychic nature of this horse. She wrote that she visited Lady Wonder unannounced for an interview and that Claudia simply had her write her name on a piece of paper and hold on to it to help, quote, focus her energy. That journalist named Leslie Lieber asked Lady Wonder to tell her her own name, and Lady typed out L-E-S. Per Leslie, this was, quote, 
close enough to my name to have given me the willies. In her piece for the Birmingham News, Leslie also made note of several successful predictions that we couldn't find proof of elsewhere. But, according to her, a lady had predicted FDR's nomination for presidency in 1992 and the winner of a college basketball championship and the United States' engagement in a war with Japan. Perhaps without corroboration, those wins don't move the needle on ladies' credibility for you. But the endorsement of a professor at a well-respected university just might. Per the news, Professor J.B. Ryan of Duke University was considered something of an authority on extrasensory perception at this time. Early in Lady's career as a soothsaying horse, Professor Ryan had set up a tent outside her stable, with Claudia's permission, we assume, and subjected the horse to a barrage of tests. Five hundred of them, in fact. The professor blindfolded Lady and asked her to type. He had her type when Claudia was present, but also blindfolded. And he asked her to type without Claudia in the stable. When Lady was not interested in cooperating with the tests, she would apparently act out, much like a human toddler. The news wrote that the professor once asked her, what makes you so bad? And Lady replied simply, it's fun. And in the end, Professor Ryan came away convinced. The horse was, in his view, responsive to telepathy and possessive of a degree of psychic power, which made her prediction in 1952 an upsetting one. Lady Wonder had, per the news, predicted her own death, and it was due in a year's time, in 1953, when Lady turned 30. Strangers, it may give you comfort, or it may not, depending on how invested you are in this whole thing, to know that Lady Wonder was wrong about that too. The Associated Press tells us that she didn't die until 1957, at the ripe old age of 33, a long and illustrious life for a horse. Per the Richmond Times dispatch, her mistress, Claudia, died less than two years later at age 72. And on that note, let's discuss Claudia for a moment. It would be very easy to guess that Claudia had trained Lady somehow, maybe covert hand signals or something like that, to help guide Lady's typing. It might seem like a very compelling, if very labor-intensive and weird, way to access wealth and fame. Convince the world that the horse is psychic, or at the very least that the horse can type, and watch that money pour in. Right? Well, there are a few problems with that. For one, there's the Duke Professor's comprehensive set of experiments, which, whether you buy the psychic abilities or not, certainly seems to rule out Claudia intervening directly. Also, we don't know that Claudia ever got rich off Lady Wonder. Though she did open the stables to visitors, and they did come in droves, she only charged them a dollar to enter, according to the Daily News. That'd be about $18 in today's money. And owning a horse is a very expensive proposition, not to mention the surcharges for owning a very talented horse. 
Per the Birmingham News, the City Council of Richmond tried to classify Lady as a psychic sometime around the 1930s. That's a designation that, conveniently for the City Council, carried an annual $1,000 in licensing fees every year. That, for the record, is around $18,000 today. After a few years of back and forth, the news wrote that Lady was reclassified as a trained and educated horse, which came with a significantly lower licensing fee. But still, over the course of several decades of having a famous horse, this stuff would add up. And Lady was never turned into a movie or had the rights sold to her autobiography or anything of that sort, which, frankly, we feel was a missed opportunity. Whether Lady's career was a cash grab or not, was certainly a compelling example of the power of word of mouth. As we've told you, she was not a perfect psychic. Often her predictions were wildly incorrect, but she was canny enough, often enough, to command quite the audience. And at the end of the day, what does it really matter if a typewriting horse was also a psychic? The whole bit was funny, if nothing else and a source of joy in an otherwise dark period of American history. It makes sense that people heard about Lady Wonder and latched on. We have been fact-checking the horse, strangers, but we've been wondering now if we might have been taking the whole thing just a little too literally. A horse is a horse, of course. Of course. Or it would be except for one strange thing. Lady Wonder, the psychic horse, also had a successful side hustle in crime fighting. We are not kidding. And sorry, but things are about to get a little dark. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, Lady first dabbled in solving mysteries back in 1952. You see, a little boy had gone missing the year prior, in 1951. Danny Matson, age four, had wandered out of his home in Quincy, Massachusetts. But despite the best efforts of law enforcement, a year had passed, and Danny had not been found. The local district attorney, Edmund Ewing, told the Universal Press that he had been at his, quote, wit's end in April of 1952, but it was at that time that a friend of Edmund's was planning a trip to Richmond. The friend mentioned that he was planning to visit a psychic horse, so Edmund asked his friend pose the question to the horse, where is Danny Matson? And according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, Lady had an answer. Both the unnamed friend and Claudia Fonda told the paper that Lady first responded, in water. Then she got more specific. She spelled pit and field. The friend relayed the information back to Edmund, and investigators swung into motion. Initially, they thought Lady was referring to a water wheel in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, but searchers there came up empty, the name of a quarry not far from Danny Matson's home. Though that quarry had already been searched, the DA's office ordered that it be searched again. And lo and behold, 
Danny Matson's body was found. And apparently, there was no question that Lady Wonder had helped find him. Edmund told the United Press, It's almost unbelievable, but it's true. And he added to the Associated Press, It's stranger than fiction and we kept it a secret because we didn't want people to think that we were completely out of our minds. But it seems that many people were fully on board with Lady's authority. Not long after this news became public, the Wonder Horse became involved in a second unrelated investigation, another missing boy. Sadly, there, her tip was off base. But it did not deter other desperate families. The Portland Press-Herald wrote that in 1952, people from Buffalo and Chicago reached out to Richmond newspapers, asking for a connection to Lady so they could ask about their own missing loved ones. And in yet another case, from Naperville, Illinois, the mother of two missing boys had a Richmond local talk to Lady. In that instance, she once again offered a prediction that led to the case being closed. Strangers, we understand that this is a very serious turn in a seemingly silly story about a horse. But there are certain things here that are just too extraordinary to ignore, in our view. Maybe even more so than predicting results of a horse race or a presidential election, solving disappearances is a niche skill. Before a lady got involved, the professionals had tried and failed at resolving these cases, and somehow a horse in Virginia had the answers. Sometimes. If nothing else, we have to assume that Lady Wonder gave those desperate family members some sense of hope. If not that their loved ones would be found, then that at least there was some kind of good in the world. After all, it's not every day that perfect strangers will go out of their way to ask a typing horse to help you. If Lady Wonder wasn't a psychic, and we'll leave that up to you, she was certainly a very talented horse who lived a long life and had a lot of fans and ate a lot of chocolate drops. And if she did have some special gift of perception and she could tell how revered she was we'd like to imagine that she'd be very pleased with herself. Wouldn't you be? We hope you'll join us next time for another real-life story from the fine print of America's local papers. From the lives of regular people, just like you and me, except for one strange thing. Oh, and Strangers, One Strange Thing is an independently produced podcast. To support the show and to hear more of the entirely true and enticingly peculiar, you now have three options to enjoy two extra bonus episodes a month. On Apple Premium and Supercast, you can get the bonus episodes delivered to your app of choice for just $2.99. And for $2 more a month on Patreon, you'll get more fun extras. There you'll find ad-free early releases of our regular episodes, two full-length bonus episodes a month, two monthly giveaways, blog posts, and occasional live streams, all for $5 a month. 
We hope you'll check out one of these options and support the show. There's a link in our show notes. And if you enjoy One Strange Thing, please take a moment to leave us a great rating or review on your favorite podcast app. It really helps. Thank you.